Ray Brown's Talking Birds. Made possible by the generous support of the Birdwatchers General Store, Orleans, Cape Cod. Birdwatchersgeneralstore.com. By Vortex Optics. With the VIP warranty, their unlimited lifetime promise to keep you and your optic covered. Learn more at vortexoptics.com. And Quest Nature Tours, offering expert-led small group tours for bird and nature lovers since 1970. Explore exceptional journeys around the world at questnaturetours.com. And Beautyo Books, an independent, family-owned bookstore carrying one of the largest selections of birding books in the world. Beautyobooks.com. Good morning. Welcome to our show number 914. Guess who sent us an audio postcard for today's show? Why, it's our own Freya McGregor, who's apparently taking it easy as she files this report from a state park in Pennsylvania. Hey, everybody. It's Freya McGregor here. I'm lying in my tent at French Creek State Park in southeastern Pennsylvania. And there are two great horned owls that have been calling to each other for the last, I don't know, at least an hour. Back when I used to live in Texas, I used to hear great horned owls when I was camping all the time. And I haven't heard any for... ages, like years. So it's really wonderful to hear these two. All right. Bye. There's Freya proving she can do an audio postcard lying down. We'd love to get audio postcards if you uh, are out there looking at birds. Take your smartphone with you or any little recording device. Maybe get a little sound of birds that you're seeing and hearing and uh, give a little description of what you're seeing and hearing and uh, send it to us. Just send a little file, like an MP3 file. 30 seconds worth or a minute, something like that is cool. Ray at TalkingBirds.com is the email address uh, to send it to. And if you need help with that, we are standing by to assist. Ray at TalkingBirds.com is that address. Well, we'd like to thank our man Mike O'Connor from the famous Birdwatchers General Store for alerting us to a couple of interesting and kind of important stories. The first is about efforts to encourage the creation of bird and nature-friendly yards. And it details the experience of a Maryland couple who fought back successfully against their homeowners association, which had tried to prevent them from growing bird-friendly plants and flowers in their yard instead of having a manicured lawn. Well, the couple not only won their case, but their actions led to a change in state law so that in Maryland, homeowners associations can no longer force residents to have lawns. The full story is on a bunch of websites, including msn.com and the New York Times, although in the latter case, a subscription is necessary for full access. One person quoted in the story is Doug Tallamy, who's one of the country's great advocates for natural landscaping. He's written several books on the subject, and we've arranged to have Doug as a guest on our show just in a few weeks from now to share some of his ideas and suggestions about all that. Well, the other article is about the health benefits 
of watching birds. We've talked about this a little bit other times. This article's subheadline says, quote, Spending time outdoors with a pair of binoculars is good for your body and soul. The upcoming Audubon Christmas bird count is the perfect excuse to start. End quote. This is a just in the New York Times, so that subscription thing comes into play. But uh, it turns out that we know one of the folks mentioned in the article, and we've invited that person to be a guest on the show. I won't name the person yet because we haven't uh, confirmed this, so stay tuned. And speaking of the Christmas bird count, we're looking for a listener who's planning to do a Christmas count on January 1st. If that's you, and if you'd like to consider calling in a report to our show on the 1st of January, as our Debbie Bleacher will be doing, please let us know. You send an email to me at that same address there, ray at talkingbirds.com. That's if you'll be doing a Christmas bird count on January 1st and would like to phone in a little report from your count for our New Year's Day show, ray at talkingbirds.com, the address by which to connect with us about that. Meanwhile, we have somebody here who just can't wait uh, for that January 1st call-in thing. He's out there doing a Christmas bird count right now. It's uh, one of America's leading birding experts, a man who has led birding tours all over the planet. It's our own friend, David Clapp, and he's out there somewhere on Cape Cod. Good morning, David. Good morning, Ray. You are so brave. You're out there near the territory of your arch enemy, Mike O'Connor, there. Oh, I, I, I do. I wear camo, I wear camo clothing. <laughs> he, he can't find me. All right. All right. He's got some fancy scopes. He might be able to get you even with that camo on. You never know. That's true. He does, and everybody should run down and buy one. Tell us about the bird count, David, why people should get into it who are maybe thinking of it or don't know what to do, and then maybe give us a little report on what, what you're seeing. I may do it in the other order. This, okay. We're, I'm standing... Uh, it's about 34 degrees, the wind is blowing, but the sun is out, and we've just been watching an adult bald eagle perched no more than 100 yards from us mm. that just went down around a small pond chasing all of the American widgeon and the bucklehead, the other birds, the duck-type birds that are on the pond. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, just very exciting to see moments yeah. like that. Uh, it just makes it all worth it. Not only is it good for your physical health to get out and exercise, it's good for your mental health just to to see how the world really works. Yes, so, indeed. Just what great. we were talking about a, a minute ago. And I'm, I'm just, I'm, yeah. I'm just remembering, David, the time you were strafed by a Cooper's hawk. I believe it was on <laughs> yes, one, that's one of true. your call-ins. <laughs> that's true. Uh, I've, I've had my, I've had blood drawn by turns pecking at my <laughs> oh. head. It worked. Yeah. Wow. They, they get back at you, but it's all worth it. Yeah, the uh, sacrifices. Yes. <laughs> the whole concept behind the Christmas count is, it, it used to be a, the day after the Christmas hunt. And they went out mm-hmm. and counted birds, and it started oh, by Chapman years uh, over a hundred years ago. And now they do, thousands of these are done around the world, and probably thousands in the United States. Uh, it's a fifteen-mile circle mm-hmm. with a point in the center, and you divided it pie shape or however the roads allow you to divide it. Send groups out. You census everything there. Um, the people that I'm with, uh, we've done this count together probably for twenty years or more. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it becomes a social outing as well as a statistic gathering outing. The information's collected locally and then transferred to National Audubon, where it's now transferred to eBird as well. And uh, trends are able to be seen: increases in population, movement in population, 
Uh, northward movement of birds as waters stay open longer into the year now. Um, it, it's just helpful long-term information. Uh, everybody says, well, do you really count them? And the answer is pretty much yes, you count them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we just counted a whole bunch of Canada geese, which I have to say are a lovely bird, but maybe the most boring population that you can come across. They're everywhere. Um, but you still count them and put the numbers mm-hmm. in. and it's, uh, it's just great. And we all look forward to it and a chance to get together and um, just get outdoors and see stuff. Pretty easy to it's, sign it's up for, right? Helpful. Just go to Audubon.org. Is there a better way to, to do it, to join up? Um, no, you start there, and then you find out what's around locally, mm-hmm. and then find out who the local organizers are. It may take a couple steps, but uh, a local nature museum or a birdwatching club or something like that is bound to have the information you need. But you do start with um, National Audubon Christmas Council and then work and just sort of you know, work your way into the system, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, David, thank you for, for all that info and for checking in with us, and uh, good luck on the rest of the count. And um, by the way, Mike O'Connor will be with us on the on the show here later this morning. I don't know if we should we say hello to him for you, or, or should we forego that? Yeah, yeah, you might. I'm sure he's still a sleeper. Oh, a great blue heron is flying oh. by probably 50 feet out over the pond. Um <laughs> Yeah, Mike's probably still asleep right now. So he, Yeah, you know. we, we won't wake him just yet. Thank yeah. you. No, don't, don't bother him yet. <laughs> Thank you, David. Okay. Good to talk to you, Ray. You too. David Clapp out there yeah. on a Christmas bird count this morning, and now this. Extra, extra, read all about it. We haven't uh, done this in a while. Extra, I figure it's about extra, time. It's things to see right now on our TalkingBirds.com website and on our Facebook page. Live bird cams from Ontario, Canada, with finches and grosbeaks and grouse. In Southern California, too, with an active hummingbird nest. We've got direct connections to both of them right now. A natural tree or artificial tree for Christmas. Which is the more environmentally friendly choice? The answer is a little more complicated than it might seem. How a new tourism project in Colombia is making trails navigable for blind birders. And how the world's heaviest flying bird uses plants to self-medicate. Those are some of the things and lots more too on our TalkingBirds.com website and Facebook page. Right about now, TalkingBirds.com. And what we're hearing there is our mystery bird. We'll be doing the actual contest in just a bit, but this is kind of a warm-up here. Kind of get you ready for the actual contest uh, coming along a little bit later on in this morning's show. Here are some clues. Our mystery bird is a chicken-like marsh bird and has a triangular chicken-like bill. And its body is an intense green, purple, and blue Its legs are yellow. Our bird breeds along the southern Atlantic and Gulf coasts of the U.S., and sometimes as far north as Maine, and it winters in southern Florida and points south. It feeds on a wide variety of plants, as well as insects and frogs and snails, spiders and worms, and fish. Clues there in the sound of our mystery bird, the contest coming along in just a little bit, so stay tuned for that and be ready to call in if you can as soon as we give the signal there, giving us time for the actual contest. And prizes include a $15 gift certificate for Beautio Books, 
home of one of the largest selections of birding books in the world. And a 12-ounce bag of our favorite coffee. That's delicious, bird-friendly, birds and beans coffee. And in case you uh, missed it, we've mentioned this the last uh, two or three weeks, I guess. Kind of a special bonus prize for one Talking Birds contest winner. Here's the deal. Every Mystery Bird Contest winner, uh, continuing into the first week of February, will be entered into a drawing from our friends at Vortex Optics. It's an 8x42 Vortex Viper binocular featuring stunning resolution and color fidelity and edge-to-edge clarity. It's one of the lightest and most compact full-size binoculars on the market. And one lucky Talking Birds winner, or Mystery Bird Contest winner, will be the winner in a random drawing for that right around Valentine's Day on the closest day of the closest show around Valentine's Day, February 12th. So uh, that's another bonus prize there for one Mystery Bird Contest winner. And we'll be doing that entire contest uh, coming along shortly. Uh, meanwhile, oh, we have uh, this special announcement here. I have to find the jingle bells here. There they are. So if you're listening to our show on the 18th of December or the 19th, you're in gift-giving luck. And that's because the 30% discount on something wonderful for your coffee-loving friends or for you expires on Monday, December 19th. It's a 30% discount on an assorted case of 12 12-ounce bags of that delicious Birds and Beans coffee. Birds and Beans is a certified Smithsonian bird-friendly coffee and pays special attention to the ways coffee farming affects people in farms and forests and birds all over the world. So it's a perfect bird-friendly gift for the holiday season. Order now. The offer ends December 19th. Just go to birdsandbeanscoffee.com to take advantage of this very special offer. That address again, birdsandbeanscoffee.com. We love to salute our Talking Birds ambassadors. They are folks that help make our show reach more people, getting out there and spreading the word about birds and conservation. We'd like to thank a couple of southern New Englanders this morning. Jack Fowler from Middletown, Rhode Island. Thank you so much, Jack. And thank you to Kelly from Watertown, Massachusetts. Kelly is a school teacher who is involving her students in birds, and we'll be talking more about Kelly in the very near future. But Kelly, thank you for becoming a Talking Birds ambassador. It's a big thing for us and, as I say, helps us get the word out about what we're trying to do, and that is to spread the word about birds and conservation. And we have another ambassador who has a couple of words to say here. My name is Jessica Allen, and I'm from Palmyra, Pennsylvania. If you find yourself sharing a story you've heard on Talking Birds, or you've laughed out loud during a segment, or thought about a conservation issue long after the show ends, you're probably someone who recognizes the value in the content, like I did, and you'd make a great ambassador. Talkin' Birds listeners, we hope you'll join our ambassadors family at TalkinBirds.com. And thanks. And thank you, Jessica. Well, still to come on our show today, our Mike O'Connor will be joining us for a live Let's Ask Mike segment about how to help birds do some winter roosting in your backyard. And speaking of hummingbirds, as we did a little while ago, the one featured in that California live bird cam we mentioned 
is our featured feathered friend. Presented by Birdwatching Magazine. For more than a quarter century, Birdwatching has been North America's premier magazine about wild birds and birding. Well, last week we listened to an audio postcard sent from Panama by our friend Alan Hale. And this week we have Alan's namesake as our featured feathered friend. Right, the Alan's hummingbird. The Allens is a stocky hummer, and the male sports a reddish-orange throat and orange belly and flanks. The female shares the male's orange flanks and its metallic green back, with all of its colors more subdued than those of the male. Some Allens hummingbirds are migratory, birds that breed along the Pacific coast from southern Oregon down to California, head to central Mexico in the winter, while those on California's Channel Islands and around Los Angeles tend to stay put year-round. Allen's hummingbirds' favorite nectar sources include flowers like Indian paintbrush, columbine, twin flower, and bush monkey, and they add protein to their diet in the form of small insects which they capture in flight or glean from vegetation. Here's one of the bird's vocalizations in the buzzing bee sound created by its outer flight feathers. Although Allen's hummingbirds are still fairly common in their California and Arizona ranges, their populations fell by 80% between 1968 and 2019. They're on Partners in Flight's yellow watch list as a species most at risk of extinction without significant conservation actions to prevent further population decline. Today's featured feathered friend, Salasphorus sassin. The Allen's Hummingbird. Welcome again to our show. It's number 914. Uh, we'd love to get your input, thoughts, and suggestions about our show, by the way, anytime. And you can do that right through our website, which has all kinds of cool stuff to look at. And that's TalkingBirds.com. And up next, it's our Mystery Bird Contest in just one minute. The Flutter of a Tail Feather. The flash of a wing bar in mid-flight. You don't always have a lot of time to identify a bird in nature, let alone to appreciate its beauty. But with Vortex Optics, you'll have the power to bring every wild moment closer. When you choose Vortex, you're choosing to have a partner in the field as passionate about nature as you are. Whether you're spotting old friends on the backyard feeder or packing for a once-in-a-lifetime trip to add a few species to your life list, Vortex offers a full range of optics and optics accessories for every birder and every budget. And whether the birds are taking you to another state or another country, you're always covered by the Vortex VIP warranty, an unlimited lifetime promise to keep you and your optic covered. If you'd like to learn more or if you need help choosing your next optic, Give Vortex a call at 1-800-4-VORTEX or visit vortexoptics.com. It's our mystery bird. A chicken-like marsh bird with a triangular chicken-like bill and a body of intense green, purple, and blue with yellow legs that breeds along the southern Atlantic and Gulf coasts of the U.S. and sometimes as far north as Maine. In winters in southern Florida and points south, it feeds on a wide variety of plants, 
as well as insects and frogs and snails and spiders and worms and fish. Pretty wide diet for our mystery bird and a pretty nice selection of prizes as the items for the prizes uh, or the items for the prizes. But I'm sure you know what I mean. One is a $15 gift certificate for Beauty of Books, home of one of the largest selections of birding books in the world and a bag of delicious bird-friendly birds and beans coffee. And just quickly to mention again, all of our Mystery Bird Contest winners between now and the second week in February will be eligible for a random drawing with that beautiful binocular from our friends at Vortex Optics. 781-837-4900 is the number to get to us here on the Mystery Bird Contest. 781-837-4900. Meanwhile, we're calling Mike O'Connor. He'll be here with us for Let's Ask Mike live in just one minute. Beautio Books carries one of the largest selections of birding books in the world. New, used, and rare books covering everything from backyard birding to general ornithology. From field guides to photography skills, biography, fiction, and humor. You'll find it all along with the knowledgeable customer service you've been looking for in one convenient place. Beautiobooks.com. B-U-T-E-O. Beautiobooks.com. Quest Nature Tours has offered exceptional tours for bird and nature lovers since 1970. In 2023, join us in search of colorful bird life and jaguars in Brazil or on our brand new Zambia Safari. See amazing wildlife and explore habitats with travel companions who truly enjoy nature. Talkin' Birds listeners receive a $150 credit towards their first tour. Visit QuestNatureTours.com today. Birds and much more. Guaranteed. It's Mike O'Connor live from Cape Cod in the Birdwatcher's General Store and helping birds uh, keep warm and find a place to stay in the wintertime. Good morning, Mike. Hey, good morning, Ray. You know, it was a pretty good show until he had David Clapp on, then it kind of went down. It kind of, yeah, it started. We started getting some nasty phone calls uh, coming in <laughs> uh, just, just well, during. You know, and, and don't let him fool you. Like, oh, he's a dedicated bird going out all the time. His yeah. wife just won't let him in the house. He has no place to go. Uh, kind of she explains want, it she that. She doesn't want him hanging around anymore than anybody else does. So he goes birding. Yeah, maybe that's why he's wearing the camo, too. It might have something to do with it. <laughs> says here uh, roosting pockets that's is that anything like hot pockets uh, uh, snack or <laughs> they probably taste better uh, roosting pockets are these these woven baskets they're not very big about the size of your fist kind of a teardrop shape hmm. and people put them out and birds don't necessarily nest in them but they do go in them in the winter time to keep warm we used to we've had some that we put out you, I usually put these in a quiet part, like under a porch or under a, not out in the yard, but kind of in a quiet part of the house or the yard. And the birds go in there at night, especially Carolina wrens. We used to have a pair that would sleep in there. You see the little tails sticking out on a cold winter's night. But in addition to the roosting pockets, you can also use your regular birdhouse. They also make birdhouses or that that are actually roosting boxes where the hole mm-hmm. is more down towards the bottom so the heat would rise up and stay trapped inside the box so it's a little bit different than and you can make one or you can buy one for a christmas present if, for someone but these are all things that people because you know birds need a place to wait for santa and 
sleep at night uh, in this Christmas season, so this would be a good thing for them to get out of the cold. Just keep in mind that all birds, not all birds are going to use them. You know, nuthatches, chickadees, bluebirds certainly like to gather in these boxes at night. I have a, a downy woodpecker who it comes in every night into one of my boxes. You see him just at sunset go in there and he spends the night. So these are kind of good things to put out. But not all birds will use those, like a cardinal or a robin, if you have a wintering robin. Uh, that They're not going to use that. So which, what you want to do is make sure you keep, and you were talking about this, uh, this, these pe- people to keep their yards natural. You're going to do some more shows on that. And that's kind of important. Keep a, maybe a brush pile or don't trim your thickets down. Everybody wants, oh, let's just keep, keep everything nice and trim so it looks like Disney. It, 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 nature doesn't really not like Disney as much. So let's have a nice part of your yard with the thickets so the, the cardinals can go in and hunker down out of the wind in, 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 when, when, it, when it gets cold this time of year. Uh, even big birds, owls. I put up a couple owl boxes. Now, it's not breeding season for screech owls or sawwood owls, but they go in there and keep warm, and in the morning they stick their face out to get the early morning sun. So anything that you can put out to keep the birds uh, happy or warm in the winter, but unlike a birdhouse that you typically put it out in the middle of your garden on a post, these roosting pockets, even roosting pockets, like to be in secluded places out of the wind. So if you're going to put one out, put one on the side of a big tree or out of the wind, a little bit quieter places for your birds. There you go. All and right. I'm, I'm going to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and Happy Holiday because that's coming up and uh, I won't be on next week. So that's for you guys. Well, you might be on next week anyway. We could surprise you on that, but we'll, we'll see. <laughs> I'll get up early we, just in case. We won't call you too early. David uh, says you sleep pretty late there. so. <laughs> He's not wrong. We'll keep that, we'll keep that in mind. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Okay. See you right Bye bye. Mike O'Connor at the famous uh, Bird Watchers uh, General Store. Back to the Mystery Bird Contest quickly, right after this. Every Wednesday, Bird Watching Magazine sends an e newsletter full of information of interest to bird watchers, including recent news stories about birds, conservation, and science, photography tips, stories about places to go birding, bird ID tips, and much more. Best of all, the newsletter is free. Sign up today at birdwatchingdaily.com slash newsletter. All right, Jim is down there in the warm state of Mississippi to try to identify this here mystery bird. Good morning, Jim. Not so warm this morning, Ray. 32. <laughs> is that right? My goodness. Yeah. I, well, I've been hearing from Freya down in Alabama. It's been pretty cold down down there as well. It doesn't seem quite fair to be that far south and be that chilly. We had 80s last week. Oh, okay. Yeah, thanks, Jim. All right, you heard the <laughs> <laughs> you heard the clues and such. Uh, what is our mystery bird, uh, uh, Jim? What do you think that is here? Purple gallinule, and can I put him on my life list now that I identified him here? <laughs> Let me check with the rules committee on that. I'm not sure how that <laughs> works, but purple gallinule. Need him. That is the right answer in any case, though. But I'll get back to you on that uh, putting it on the life list thing. We do have time, I think, for a mystery bird um, bonus question, if you'd like to uh, give it a try. Okay. And we'll be giving you a beautiful feather-friendly protection kit to keep birds from crashing into your windows. If you get this right here, this is a mystery bird uh, bonus question. Um, what do we call this? Uh, multiple choice. So the phenopepla, which was our mystery bird back on the 23rd of October, show number 905, is found in the deserts and arid woodlands of the southwestern U.S. and Mexico and rarely drinks water. 
even though it loses about 95% of its body mass in water every day. It gets the water it needs from a diet that's rich in what? Is it A, the juice of the saguaro cactus, B, its insect prey, or C, mistletoe berries? There's a little mistletoe action there for you. What do you say, uh, Jim? What does it get? See, it mistletoe get? berries. Mistletoe berries is your question. This is kind of the Christmas season, and I guess that must be the, the right answer there. Yeah. Mistletoe berries, they tell us that an individual phenopepla eats at least 1,100 mistletoe berries per day when they are available. Nice work there, wow. Jim. We'll, we'll get those prizes to you if you'll stay on the line. Are you still there? In defense of Mike, I want to say that we know it wasn't he who made the nasty phone calls about David's presence because we know he was still asleep. Good point. I hadn't thought of that, but you're absolutely right. Thank you, Jim. All right. <laughs> Thank that's you, our, That's our mystery bird contest. We're out of time for this morning's show. Don't forget our Talking Birds Flock. It's our Facebook group, facebook.com slash Flock. a fun place to be there. And to all our friends and listeners of the Jewish faith, happy Hanukkah. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Ray Brown's Talking Birds. Made possible by the generous support of the Birdwatchers General Store, Orleans, Cape Cod. Birdwatchersgeneralstore.com. By Vortex Optics. With the VIP warranty, their unlimited lifetime promise to keep you and your optic covered. Learn more at VortexOptics.com. And Quest Nature Tours, offering expert-led small group tours for bird and nature lovers since 1970. Explore exceptional journeys around the world at QuestNatureTours.com. And Beautio Books, an independent, family-owned bookstore carrying one of the largest selections of birding books in the world. BeautioBooks.com.